Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show. We share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, such as topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. My name is Ruthie. This is Johnny. Um, you guys familiar with Eric Kripke? He's the showrunner mm-hmm. of... The, he's currently the showrunner of The Boys. He co-created Supernatural and all that stuff. Um, and he's co-created mm-hmm. uh, Timeless, which I'm watching uh, four, six years after the fact. But yes, that, that, I'm that's familiar with Eric Kripke. Yeah, that's it. Did. He recently had an interview with Vulture. Because, uh, you know, he, he was like the guy who co-created Supernatural. It lasted like, what, 15 years? As one of the long, it's like, it became the longest running American live action fantasy TV series of all time, right? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, like almost second to Doctor Who, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then he moved on to the streaming services, like the Rooster Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, ignore that part. <laughs> He's not in the streaming services what? doing. <laughs> I know. I just made an inside joke joke that has no context whatsoever to the podcast. And only you laughed. Uh, yeah, because I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, wait a minute. That's not supposed to be said in my head. That's not yeah. out loud. <laughs> but, but, anyways. Obviously, uh, uh, what do you call Albert's podcasting for one now. You know what I mean? Just the voice, just the voice in his head. That's all he's going for. That's the audience he's going for right now. Okay. All right. All right. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, Eric Kripke was interviewed by the by Vulture, and since he was uh, he moved from a network, a broadcast network, to streaming services, so they thought, you know, obviously, let's ask him what he thinks about the change and and streaming versus like episodic thing him above. Mm-hmm. So he says this, which I thought was very interesting. Um, to quote. The downside of streaming is that a lot of filmmakers who work in streaming didn't necessarily come out of the network grind. They're more comfortable with the idea that they could give you 10 hours where nothing happens until the 8th hour, and that drives me effing nuts, personally. As a network guy who had to get you to had to get people interested for 22 effing hours a year, I didn't get the benefit of, oh, just hang in there and don't worry. The critics would tell you that by episode 8, S really hits the fan, you know. Or anyone who says, well, what I'm really making is a 10-hour movie. F you. No, you're not. Make a TV show. You're in an entertainment business. As um, people who have criticized Netflix, you know, the Netflix shows for like having like filler episodes or like, oh, it's dragging kind of thing. Yeah. I completely agree with this. Yeah. Like some, some, some people need to like calm down with the whole like, oh, we're making a big movie. No, no, you are making a TV show. Either make a big movie or make a TV show. You can't have one or the other. Each episode should have like an actual proper climax and an actual reason to exist by itself. Thoughts? This is very kind of inside baseball, really, to how television is created and stuff like that. This is actually something I've been thinking about recently because I've watched a lot of Paramount Plus TV shows, a mm-hmm. lot of uh, Star Trek and stuff like that. So this gets... And also, it's, I'm also we relate this to Who's the Bear, which is like the biggest kind of show right now. And so, okay, this is very kind of insight based one in the sense that in traditional television, let's just break it down a little bit. In traditional television, whether it's a 30 minute sitcom or one hour drama, inside each episode, you have to write and play the, the show towards these commercial breaks. You know what I mean? So, what you do is uh, you build up, you build up, you build up, and then commercial break to some sort of like reveal or something like that. You get to commercial, it face to black, you come back for commercial and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And then you build apps commercial, you build up, build up, and then you go do that again. You know what I mean? You do that throughout the 30 minutes and then the hour. And then, like you said, the next, this whole thing has to have a, a arc, an episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, each episode. You can't, can't get, 
yeah, you can't just do it in the eight episodes and the 10 episodes. You know what I mean? So the reason I thought about this as I was watching sort of these Paramount shows is like, even though this te- Paramount Plus is technically a streaming app and some of that, they still do the build up, build up, build up as a traditional television show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, they are. I th- yeah. yeah, I think it's partly because even though it's streaming in Paramount Plus in America, I think some other, uh, what do you call it, nations, wherever they broadcast to, they, uh, they, they, they're, they're, it's on traditional TV, so that's where there there will actually be ads to when they get go to the break. You know what I mean? Correct. So then, all right. So so all right. So that could be advantage and disadvantage. You know what I mean? It all depends on. It all depends. This sounds uh, kind of like uh, obvious, but it all depends on how you use this and how you understand this sort of thing. So anyway, the, re- the reason I, I I bring up the bear. Have you guys seen it yet? Not yet. The bear. The Not bear? Really? The bear on Hulu. No. The cooking show. No. Oh, it's like I'm, a big, I'm familiar with it. I heard it's really good. It's fantastic. I right. Heard. But uh, in one episode, yeah, I'll just, I, I won't spoil it, but there's one episode of this, of the episode of The Bear. They finally, t- they really take advantage of the fact that it is a streaming service and there are no commercial breaks. You know what I mean? There are no commercial, they don't have to build up, build up to, to a, like a five, 10 minute mark. You know what I mean? So I guess what I'm saying is, I guess, you know what I mean? It, it really shows the strength of a streaming service. You know what I mean? And if you do it right, if you, if you, if you can play it out, uh, and, you know what I mean? It, it can't work for. And also Barry. Do you guys watch Barry? Um, no. no, I started no. Well, to, but I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Derek's listening right now. He probably like, this will probably perk up his ears. I know he likes loves Barry and stuff. Like that. But Barry sort of does the same thing. What, what the bear does on one episode is something they don't do a traditional build up. You know what I mean? They don't do cut. They don't build up to like a break, like an ad break and stuff like that. You know, each episode is very cinematic in the sense that it goes from has a beginning and then it has a one continuous thing. You know what I mean? No, but that, 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 that's yeah. that's also an HBO show, though. So they can't yeah, really yeah. do that. They, I mean, they don't necessarily need to do that. Mm-hmm. But so what I guess I'm saying is this: just this, this guy. It, it all depends on on the, on the creator and the people that are working on it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I and yeah. So I don't I, know. I, I think I think you're 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 um having a different interpretation of what Eric is saying. I think what mm-hmm. he's saying is that that uh, a normal episode, like you said, you know, it still follows a three act structure. Right, beginning, yeah. middle, and end. Uh, commercials, mm-hmm. whatever. Some commercials mm-hmm. once in a while acts as the break between the acts, but not, yeah. but not all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so so each episode should have a beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, for a lot of the the streaming services like Netflix, who has like I'm gonna release the whole ten episodes at one time. Like mm-hmm. the first episode isn't a three act structure; it's like the first act structure, yeah. and then the second episode is the second act of whatever that arc is. And then the third yeah. episode is the final act of that first arc. And that shouldn't be the case, is what he's saying. You shouldn't mm-hmm. watch, have to watch three episodes just to get, like, one story before right. you move on to the next story. You should be able to just, like, watch one episode and be fulfilled for that one episode before you move on mm-hmm. to the next one. Yeah. That's what he's it's just still, Yeah, it feels like we're, we're approaching the same thing from different angles and stuff. I kind of mm-hmm. – I, 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 know, I know what he's saying. It sounds like I do feel like, like I remember some – some of the Netflix uh, Marvel shows where it feels like there's 13 episodes, but it doesn't feel like these be 13 episodes. You know what I mean? Right. It just, you know what I mean? I, I know kind of what he's saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it, I think some people like Netflix is doing that on purpose because it makes you keep watching. It makes you binge, right? Mm-hmm. Well, a show that is able to live on its own by one episode, you know, it doesn't have to rely on you to watch the next episode if you don't want to because you're, it gives you a full experience. And Paramount Plus is the perfect example because, like I said, it also caters to the CBS audience as well, where it kind of has to have an episodic feel as well. Like mm-hmm. uh, Evil, for example, which is just how I keep plugging here. Um, it's not on CBS anymore. It's on the streaming service. 
And even though it takes advantage of the extra minutes you can get for streaming services, each episode is still episodic. It's actually a, yeah. a complete story per episode, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if it was like on the Netflix, you know, the first story arc could be, like I said, like a three-episode arc that you have to watch just to get the full, first full story before you move on to the mm-hmm. next one. And that's that just feels wrong. And I think yeah. Netflix also kind of knows that in a sense because Stranger Things uh, 4 kind of kind of knew that like there are certain parts where they're like you know what it's either we break the story to three episodes or we just give you an yeah. hour and a, and a half episode and just leave it like that so it that's seems why, like they're playing around with it yeah yeah that's why i felt the season four Stranger thing was so strong it seems like they figured out that balance between like hey each episode has to have a thing you know it has to have yeah. an arc you know what i mean and uh, for, but also you have to fill out the full like uh 10 episode and all that stuff you know what i mean i think what, what helped is some people didn't like the fact that it was broken into four different stories four different places but i think this the fact that they did that really helps what we're talking about here for, for that last season and stuff like that you know what i mean so yeah i agree ruthie you watch tvs more often than movies um well, what are your thoughts on this mm-hmm. um wait can you repeat the the original question again well what's your thought on this on the on the feeling that when you're watching something like like each episode has to be able its own story and not just because he wants you to move on to the next to the next episode. So I guess it depends on the um, the storyline. Like they're just like these series of shows that you do need that sense of continuation. But I do for sitcoms, for example, like shorter episodes, like for example, right now I'm watching the last episode, the last season of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's um and I do like the um, 20, 25 minute clips that you can just jump in and you don't need to know exactly what happened the um, the episode before and you can enjoy the full length of the episode for what it is, for exactly. what you can give and you have closure at the end. Yeah. Um, and then you can like pick up five episodes later and it'll still, it still wouldn't matter. Like you, you might miss a few inside jokes here and there, but it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Unlike hour long series where um, you kind of need that con- continuation of a story because it's so long and so relevant um, and very heavy in terms of the plot that you do need that conti- that sense of continuation from one episode to another. But I mean, I like both um, types of uh, both styles. Um, uh, I I do like the like if I don't feel like sitting down and actually like focusing too much on a show like I'll play something in the background while I'm doing things, but I'll be able to catch up on like little um, jokes here and there on, on the show or little quips because it's like 20, 25 minutes. It doesn't really require a lot of attention okay. kind of thing. So yeah, uh, I like both. Uh, you know what? You want to, you want to take this? Cause, cause I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think we, we know what we're going to say to do with you right there, right? Oh, I think it's, oh, hold on. <laughs> I just want, I just call some another example of, of, okay. of a poor, uh, I I gave it three I gave it three episodes, but I thought one one show that didn't really do anything with with the streaming with the, all that stuff is Hulu's uh, Pammy and Tom. I gave it three episodes, and it was just it, this is to me that's what Eric Krippy was talking about. Each mm-hmm. episode didn't have like a beginning, middle, didn't have goals or little things or little uh, obstacles. You know what I mean? If, I felt like every episode was like so self indulgent. You know what I mean? How many shots do I need of seeing you know Pam Anderson or Tommy Lee half naked? You know what I mean? Just partying and doing coke. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> that's to me that's an example. Of, I think what Kripke is talking about. It, it's Hulu. It's streaming. But like each it's each episode is like forty minutes. But it didn't need to be forty minutes. And nothing really changes really from beginning to, uh, episode to end of episode. You know what I mean? I some I I know. 
I know they got a lot of press, and then uh, what do you call it? Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson were nominated for best uh, acting in the by the uh, by the Emmys and stuff like that, and they're mm-hmm. great and stuff like that. The acting is really superb, but the actual story, the actual show, I think it's kind of overrated. And so it seems like a wannabe uh, Scorsese, wanna wannabe uh, PTA kind of a thing. You know what I mean? So yeah. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. The really, what what I found interesting was that you compared like half hour shows with our shows, saying that our mm-hmm. shows you have to keep watching because it's a it's an overall story arc. And that's exactly mm-hmm. kind of what Eric Kripke is complaining about. It's like, you shouldn't have to watch multiple episodes, multiple hour episodes, just to get a full story. Each hour should already be its own story. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but I mean, it, it's it's kind of like reading a novel versus reading um, a comic book strip, right? Like, right. you know, you want to be able to go from week to week open up a newspaper or article online or whatever and get your story your fill of the story within three a three minute read um and then there's like books that you get that's like 400 to 500 pages long and it's a whole novel and it's like got multiple very deep layers of stories embedded within them in order to get the whole story uh embedded it's so to me it's just like what do you want to read do you want to read a magazine or do you want to read a novel do you want to watch a, a sitcom or a 20 minute show or do you want to watch an, an hour-long show that's part of a eight to twelve um show series you know it's i think it's it has to do with um preference really i i, I don't see anything wrong with that no but I, but i find it curious that you're 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 relating our show episodes for a longer story arc remember network tv csi law and order you know, uh, they're all our episodes, but but each episode lives on its own, um, right? Kind of, but like SVU is like, a diff- is like a kind of, but not like for example, Grey's Anatomy is an hour long, right? But you kind of need to watch, but that's a from soap. the beginning. But that's a soap. See, that's a, there's a difference. There's a difference. Do you need to watch it from the beginning, though? I get the feeling they introduce a patient with a thing, and they solve the thing at the end, by the end yeah. of the episode, though. Right, you know exactly. I mean? So, yeah, <laughs> let's, 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 let's take the great I mean, kind of... Let's, let's take the great Like reason. House, for example. Like, there's an overall arch. Like, it's a soap, it's a series, but, right. you know, there's there's changes in his character that... Right, in the earlier, background. E- earlier, yeah, yeah earlier but, episodes are integral to, like, no. Kind of the, but, but, yeah, kind of the background kind of is the characters growing, developing, and stuff yeah, like that. But, yes. but, yeah. Rudy, mm-hmm. but... But it can kind of, yeah, I it can kind of stand on its own, yes. I guess. You can enjoy it. But mm-hmm. I, I'm, see, I'm like the type that I need to know what's behind it. It's gonna bother me if I just, like... Like, I'm, I can't be one of those people that, like, starts a movie in the middle... And then like, or like starts a movie and then like doesn't finish it. Like I need to finish it. I need to know the whole thing. See, once Same again. thing with the show. Like if I start it, I need to know the whole thing. I can't just like start, like watch one show. And that's the whole reason why when I started watching Friends, um, I needed to watch it again from the beginning because I, there were certain jokes that I just, I wanted to know. And even though it's a sitcom and it could, each episode could um, uh, stand on its own. There's like little quips and little like inside jokes sure. again that just like in Big Bang Theory, there's like little jokes that, you know, refers to other episodes that you would never know about unless you watched it from the beginning. Right. Inside inside jokes went into sitcom. I get that. But but once again, mm-hmm. you, you compared you compared your hour your hour long episode with 
movies. You can't just start a movie and just end it after 30 minutes. You have to keep going, right? That rule should not apply for TV shows, is what he's saying. Why not? Because because it's a TV show. <laughs> there's a reason why there's it, there's a reason why there's episode one, two, three. If you, if it's like it's like you also compare it to a novel. Okay, novel has chapters one, two, three, and so on. But the novel has has the luxury of saying like, well, you can keep going to chapter two if you want, right? But each right, chapter but doesn't have to have its it doesn't have doesn't necessarily have to have its own story because it, I mean, it knows its chapter two is just right around the next page. Know what I mean? So I mean that it's kind of like part of the whole whole story. Like it really depends on like, do you want to watch a sitcom? Fine, watch a sitcom. Do you want to watch a show that? Like every to each his own. Like every show has its own um, thing. Do they want you to watch ten ten episodes in order for you to get the whole story? Yeah, and that's just the way that show is being given or is being you know presented. Do you want to watch a show that you can bite in twenty minutes and you don't need to keep watching it if you don't want to? That's cool too. Like you know <laughs> whatever. Uh, but I how do you know though? How how do you know cute. if you're watching an hour episode where the story by itself can last can can live on its own, or an hour episode where you have to watch the next couple of episodes to get to get one story to to satisfy you? How do I know? How if would you it's know? An hour long? No, that's the thing. Though. There are hour longs. We, we me and Jamming make perfect example, but you don't you don't watch them. But Paramount Plus, if you look at Paramount Plus, the majority of them are hour long episodes. But each hour-long episode mm-hmm. can live on its own. You don't need to watch second, the next episode right away because the, the one hour already had a beginning, middle, end. Or, or, or your example of House or your example of Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy has like, like a, 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 a medical thing in the beginning of that, of, the, of that episode that gets solved at the end of that episode. Mm-hmm. House, same thing too. There's a medical mystery that happens in the beginning of the episode that gets solved at the end of the episode. Yeah. As, opposed to, as, as opposed each to, episode progresses, the character development gets thread, threaded through the medical story that's in the foreground and stuff like that. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you zoom out, well, those story arcs get threaded through this, a season on television. And you zoom out again, it gets uh, threaded through the, what do you call it, many, many years of Grey's Anatomy and House and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? But it's all yeah. sort of in the background. But the solving of the, of the, of the patient thing, the thing that propels each episode to that five minute commercial break, to that you know next commercial break, next commercial break is the medical stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what Crypty, I guess, is trying to say is like more, uh, more streaming services should maybe maybe take on a little bit more of that sort of philosophy where each each individual hour episodes have to have more of a through line. You know what's what, what, what's traditionally like those ad breaks. Right. It has to have it has to have little goals, little tasks, little things, little trials and tribulations. You know what I mean? It, little micro. Those side quests, little micro things, you know what I mean? And if you look at the way the boys is sort of broken out each episode, just going there. You, you can see it. You can yeah. see it in it. You know what I mean? I would argue some, some episodes maybe have too much of it. You know what I mean? I don't need an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need an episode to – I don't need every character to be in every episode necessarily. But but, but I can see what he's talking about in his in his show, The Boys. You know what I mean? Right. He's not gonna throw. He's not gonna have these. He's, he's not gonna. He has eight episodes. He's not gonna draw things out for too long. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I can't get what you're saying. Yeah, there, there has to be a certain kind of of efficiency that happens with just like ten episode Netflix shows where you yeah. don't really need like a bunch of those episodes. They, they could be shorter or they could be part of like one episode and just stretch it out a little bit. Like Ruti, are, are, have you caught up with the boys at all? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, it. so think of the boys, right? Each episode, yeah. they stand on their own. You know, yeah. there's there's an over there's an over uh, arcing uh, storyline, yeah. but but each episode you can watch by itself, and mm-hmm. and yeah, there might be a cliffhanger at the end, but it told a story from point A B C in each episode. Yeah. That's what. And if, mm-hmm. and if you if you if you do what I, I kind of like imagine, if you superimpose. Uh, the forty-four minutes of a of a boys episode, and you superimpose it on top of what I just mentioned earlier, like a Star Trek Paramount Plus episode. Mm-hmm. You see the rhythm is different. You know what I mean? Like I said, Paramount Plus those Star Trek episodes plays like in fifteen-minute segments. Correct. Fifteen minutes segment it builds up, builds up, builds up. Commercial break. What's quote unquote commercial break? Then it comes back, resolves what that commercial, what that picks up where that commercial break was, and then builds up, builds up, builds up again. You know what I mean? Correct. But the boys, like I said, if you superimpose it. Like a graph, almost on top of it. It's not like that. You know what I mean? It, 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 the story. I mean, the character, the story, sort of like dictates where the cuts are, where the, where the, you know, the buildup are. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. it, well, what's, the, what's the overall purpose of his argument, though? Is that the showrunners are losing the idea that that they they can just abuse the the binging yeah. streaming services? Well, I mean, that's a whole marketing strategy, isn't it? Yeah. No, I think I think people are still playing around with it. Like like yeah. the, the, like the examples that we've been given, like uh, Paramount Plus is still following the we have commercials even though you don't have to watch it with commercials kind of mm-hmm. mentality. Uh, Netflix is playing both ways. You got you got like a show like uh, Daredevil if you remember how that played out years ago, and Lots a lot of, of people fat. were mm-hmm. like, by episode eight we're like, uh, why is it feel like it's dragging? Like can you get yeah. on with the plot <laughs> kind of thing, right? And, they, and that's because that's because they just they're just stretching it out literally. They're they're literally wasting a couple of episodes just to put in this little small plot details, and then the climax happens three episodes later. You know, like you shouldn't be doing that. The boy yeah, is more. You go ahead, Jamie. Remember, I watched a couple episodes of Archive eighty one. Uh-huh. It felt like that too. It felt like it, everything's just sort of like mood. Everything's sort of like mystery, 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 with no kind of like real payoff. I, to be fair, I only gave it two episodes, but it's, it had that vibe too. You know what I mean? Well, I guess I guess that's the word I'm looking for. Each episode should have a payoff by the end of the episode. It should, the payoff shouldn't be watch the next episode. That shouldn't be the payoff. The payoff should yeah. be I saw a story in 45 to an hour minutes, and then that's it. Yeah, not not, not not a whole like like hey, if you want to see the rest of this the rest yeah. of this current plot line, will he survive this? You shouldn't have to see the next episode. You should just be able yeah. to watch one episode. He's. I think he's probably saying like Netflix. The showrunners are looking. Uh, at too much as uh, a season, as you know, the the beginning, middle, and end. You know what I mean? Right. He, he should focus on episode by episode and stuff like that. A little, yeah. Break it down a little bit more. Yeah. But it, but times are changing. There are there are showrunners, like he said, who have never experienced the broadcast network world, and this is all they know. You know, of course, it frustrates him because he lived from the broadcast network world and he's just transitioning to streaming. While people who just started at streaming right now, this is all they know. They just know it as like. We're making an eight episode, one hour, eight episode movie. You know, it's like, how does that make sense? It's like Harry Potter. Harry Potter is technically a long, long ass story. It has like how many movies? Like 12 movies or 11 movies? But each movie is its own movie, right? It has a beginning, middle, end of each movie. But there's an overall Mm storyline. So that's that's what he's saying. Uh Each episode is like a Harry Potter movie where it's complete by the end of the episode. But you can still keep going if you wanted to. To get the full mm-hmm. story, yeah, but it satisfies the need of that one movie or that one episode. That's honestly, uh, yeah, a lot of the stuff is kind of like I said. You really have to be into television. You really have to be 
like spend time on on, on how a TV show is constructed and executed. You know what I mean? What he's talking about, it's a little way kind of inside baseball. For the average viewer, I think it's just a a, a feeling that they have when they when they watch a, a Netflix show or like a streaming show or like versus a network show. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just putting into words what people kind of can, kind of just like intrinsically feel. You know what I mean? It's you know it's it's, a, it's like I said, it's a little inside baseball, but it's, it's an interesting thing to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So speaking of average average uh, viewer, uh, so Ruti, did you understand what we we're saying? Mm-hmm. No, no, I totally get it. Okay. I just didn't see the point of it. <laughs> no offense. Yeah, but see, you're, I think I think you're like you're like you're like on the verge of of like the newer generation of people who are watching streaming and broadcast TV at the same time. I feel like me and Jamie yeah. really grew up a lot on the. We're old. TV. We're, we're old. We watched a lot of right. TV no, in mean, the eighties, man. I totally grew up. I totally grew up on broadcasting where, yeah, you know, comes. if I wanted to watch a series on TV, I needed, and I wasn't home, I would have to record it on VHS tape kind of yeah. thing. It's just to me, I, well, I guess it, you know, it is, it is, might be a generational gap where, um, there was an introduction of all these shows that needed to be connected to one another in order yeah. to reach the whole story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess to me, like, I'm just used to it. Um, I don't see anything wrong with it. Like, like I said, like it's to each his own. If you right. don't want to watch ten to twelve episodes, yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of like Game of Thrones. If you didn't want to watch yeah. the whole eight seasons, that's fine too. If you don't want to watch a show that's eight episodes and you want to watch shorter shows with or or shows that can stand alone on its own, that's cool too. I'm For me, it's my like hand. you know, we watch a lot yeah. of eighteen. I'm raising my The eighteen went into a town, found somebody with a problem. <laughs> They fixed their problem by the end of the episode. You know what I mean? No, but see, Sam Sam Beckett <laughs> what, jumped like into MacGyver? somebody's body at the beginning of a Quantum Leap episode. No, by the end of the episode, he solved that person's problem and jumped the hell out. Right, right. That's, no, that's no. TV. Game of Thrones is another good example. Game of Thrones, each episode, like people go like, "Oh, do you remember that episode?" Or do you remember that episode? Right? Mm-hmm. It's it's like it knows it knows that each episode has to be its own thing, mm-hmm. even though it's in it's very much in a serialized storyline. But each episode. Yes. It, it stands out on its own. That's what right. Eric Kripke is saying. You can serve an over, over, overarching storyline yeah. and still have episodes stand on its own. Yes. Like you can, uh, you Game of Thrones is an excellent uh, example, which each episode has a thing, but also in the background, chess pieces are being moved mm-hmm. for a larger yeah. story and that gets paid off at, by episode nine yeah. of the season. Stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's, and like, like it's, it's still hard to follow if you don't know what's going on in the first episode because there's like a lot of explanation that happens in the beginning that by by epic by season four, you you just lo- you're just like watching just to watch at that point, without really understanding the plot. Well, yes and no. Put it this way: Do you when you watch a Netflix series like like I'll use Daredevil again, Daredevil again as an example? Do you remember a specific one episode that stands on its own? Like I and, and I'm and I'm I'm gonna go ahead and call no, out Daredevil was so slow. But that's the thing, though. It doesn't have to be slow if it was more <laughs> tightly written. That's what that's what I, that's what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's 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 what he's saying. <laughs> he's saying don't don't write to the thirteen episodes. Don't write to the ten episodes. Whatever. Don't don't write to the seasonal arc. Write to the episodes, and then in the background stuff like that. You know, yeah. do the whole larger story. Right. You know, he he's like a hybrid. He has to. He's just saying TV has to do TV things. You know what I mean? Right. Like so, look look at Game of Thrones. Like do you remember the episode with the red wedding? I mean that mm-hmm. that by itself that sentence by itself is shows yeah. that that one episode stands out on its own, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what he's saying. And also some of the Disney Plus Marvel shows are, 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 are some people who complain about have mentioned this as well. You know, what I mean, they 
there it's like each episode needs to have a thing more yeah. of a thing more of a you know what i mean yeah instead of a whole a year a whole 13 episode yeah. kind of thing disney plus you know is having the same problem as well it, they're, they're doing like like four ep- no like eight six episode movies that's what they're doing and it's like come on if you're gonna do that then just do netflix and binge it because you want because you clearly want us to watch the next episode and you're not giving me a satisfying one story arc you know, it's like I think Miss Marvel is a little bit better than that. It has, it, it definitely had like a beginning, middle, end in each episode. Like, there's an episode, slight spoiler here. There's an episode involving time travel, and that episode was only about the time travel. You know, uh-huh. so it's like, it's like that's what that's what there's that's what he's saying. It's like serve it to an audience that that can only watch it once a week if they really wanted to, hour long, uh-huh. half hour long, doesn't matter. Give them something. Because like people like me and Jameng, you know, even yourself, Ruti, who are like, there's too much TV. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what what will help with too much TV? Our uh single episode arcs where you can just watch one episode a week and be <laughs> able to spread it out. That's what it is. All right. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert 5 by 5 My name is Ruti. You can find me on Instagram and uh oh, Instagram. And only Instagram. Ruthie Grace 13 and Ruthie's Cats. <laughs> and this is John Ming. You can find me on Twitter, J I A M N G L O U. Music has been provided by Gloomy June. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whowhatworswhy.com as well as the show notes. Uh, before we go, let's give our seven listeners some recommendations for this week. John Ming. Uh, I have a two part recommendation. The first part is I went to the Animal, Alamo Draft House in Los Angeles for the first time. You know what I mean? And so that's, I recommend going there. I mean, it's really, it's, it's kind of, it's really kind of, you kind of, you know, I've been hearing about it for all these years, the first time I've gone. And yeah, it's a really swanky place to watch a, a movie and stuff like that. The food is still overpriced, but at least the food is somewhat decent. I'd rather pay for that overpriced than like $10 for popcorn. And the seats are good. I actually prefer the AMC reclined seats a little bit more. But what really struck me was actually the, the, the screen quality and the audio quality. You know what I mean? It's actually, I thought it was actually better. Then the IMAX, the the Dolby sound thing. I go to AMC. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have you guys been to a draft house? I have not been to an yeah. AMC draft house. Yes, there's uh, one here in Brooklyn. It's it's um it's it's pretty cool. They've even got like a speakeasy type bar. Yeah, in that's there. Right, yeah. It's, yeah. like an old time bar and stuff like that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I was really struck by how crisp the the screen looked, how wonderful the audio looked and stuff like that. I thought the the screen could have been bigger, like the screen to see yeah, kind of a rate. Ratio is a little bit off, you know what I mean. But it's the screen is fantastic. I, I, again, I, I have no idea why their screen is better than the the AM uh, the IMAX screens and stuff like that. Anyway, but the second part of my recommendation is the movie I actually saw on uh, on the at Animal Traffic. I, I saw R R R R yeah, which is called. Uh, which oh, you watched that in, in cinemas? Yeah, in the it's the, yeah, it's the only one. I had to drive like thirty miles. I had to go to Draft House. It's the only place I could see it. I mean, you, can, you at home can watch it at the, on Netflix. No, but okay, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But like a true movie fan, like a true adult, I got off my ass and actually went down there mm. and watched it for art audience and stuff like that. Ooh. So it's, it's Rise, Roar, and Revolt. You know? and it's just fantastic. Just, just, just to add to watching RRR Netflix, just keep in mind, Netflix doesn't have the proper aspect ratio for the movies. Yeah. Netflix also has a dub version. You're not, yeah. you're not the, actually watching the original voices on Netflix because they don't have the rights to it. So if, yeah, you, want to, the, if you want to reach the, the unedited version of R&R, uh, yeah. A full aspect ratio in the proper voice. You got to watch it in the cinemas right now. Yeah, I watched. I watched like when I came back. It's the the intro part. I mean, Ob, uh, Albert knows what I'm talking about. I rewatched the intro part. It was so awesome. The introduction to one of the characters. It's so awesome. I rewatched it at home, and I, I was like, 
what is going on with the audio? This doesn't sound because I literally watched it like an hour ago. It's like this right. doesn't sound right. So anyway, yeah. If you can somehow watch it in, live in a theater, I would recommend RRR. It's, and, it's just fantastic. And if you can't, it's still fantastic enough to watch the Netflix version as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. like everything you want in a movie. Just action, the adventure, the bu- uh, it's a buddy thing. You know what I mean? It, it has uh, dance numbers, singing. Yeah. It's everything you want in a movie. It's fantastic. It's amazing. Big, big thumbs up. Amazing. Yeah. Movie. So so far, there's been four movies that, that I would count as that would make it in my top ten of the year. It's RRR. Everything Everywhere, Top Gun, and Turning Red. And, you know, these four movies stand out. RRR especially. It's in the top two, I think. Yeah, Ruthie, you should should watch RRR if you haven't seen it yet. And uh, this movie is is three hours long, but there is a very obvious break at the Mm -hmm. 90-minute mark. So if you want to watch 90 minutes of it and stop and then watch the next 90 minutes, there's a very obvious break. A couple of points, a couple of adding points to that. Number one, it has one of the great introdu- character introductions ever in a movie. And it has also one of the greatest second, end of second act breaks, what, what I was alluding to, ever in a movie and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The breaks are obvious and it's awesome too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, appar- just- and apparently people, people in, uh, I think, India or Pakistan, mm-hmm. they're a little annoyed that, that, that Americans are going gaga over RRR because they're like, yeah. I mean, we have a lot of these movies, and this is the one you're focusing Uh on? (laughs) Yeah, I know. People always always do that and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But the thing is, the the great thing of this movie is if you go online and Twitter and stuff like that, people are are saying, hey, if you like R&R, here are the other movies that this guy made and other kind of other movies and stuff like that you can watch too. But this one in particular is pretty awesome. It's just, it's it's surprisingly joyful. And, you know, given the subject matter, it's a lot of joy. That's all Bollywood movies though. Like there's, there could be like the main character could be dying of a terminal illness. And yeah, like know, yeah, the whole, and the whole, the whole movie would still be joyful and dancing well, and singing. Well, Ruti, <laughs> RRR, if you if you call this a Bollywood movie, they'll be highly offended because it's yeah. not a Bollywood movie. Oh, it's a Tollywood movie. I'm it's sorry. a Tollywood yeah. movie. Yeah, it's I know. So, so there's, there's that whole thing too. <laughs> yeah, but either way, if people yeah. in that part of the country, um, RRR is a gateway movie to your cinema. Yeah. So let it. That's be, how I please. would look at it. Yeah. Yeah. For for uh for someone that that's kind of like experienced this kind of thing in a sense that hey. Remember when Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out? It's like, right. hey, if you, hey, what, hey, everybody, if you like this, there's, other, there's this there's other, so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, it's this just, just should it's be so visually it capturing, yeah. yeah, captivating. It's um, you know, you're watching a completely different culture come to life, and it's it's just you you know, if you did you watch? Is it dubbed in the in theaters, Chumming? Yeah, hmm? no, it's, it's original. Dubbed. It's original language. It's not, it's not English. I mean, it's a. It's a Oh, it's not English. It's, it's, it's dubbed. It's Correct. subtitled. Subtitled, yeah. I mean. It's subtitled. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, so like... It's very good. If, like... you could, if it's still playing at the app, drama app, you might want to make it... It's a three-hour movie. Just give you a heads up. But you should make it a date night with uh, with uh, Eli and stuff. It's, it's fantastic. If you're watching the theater, you, you should. It's great. All right. Yeah. I don't know if Ellis can sit through a three-hour movie, but... Um... <laughs> We can barely sit through a three-hour movie here at home. Well, honestly, it was the fastest three hours of my life. I could have sat through another three. I don't know about I, you, Bob. I, 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 I feel the same way with Jamie. However, <laughs> yeah. like I said, in the ninety-minute mark, and you will see it. Yeah. It will happen. You will see. You will see it. Oh, it's that's, obvious. Yeah. That's a perfect time to end. To, was there to stop a break? Right and like, did people actually like treat it like an intermission? No, no, no. Yeah, the theaters? movie. The movie. It's, okay, in, in theaters, in theaters, there is an intermission. But yeah, in the in is, Netflix, yeah. in Netflix, there isn't an intermission. But but there is like a plot that ends like right at the middle of the movie. And then it kind of starts a new movie in a sense. 
So you could yeah. watch. It's essentially kind of like two episodes. It's like it's like our old argument with the Netflix and the streaming mm-hmm. services and the mm-hmm. continuous thing. Yeah, this is like yeah. this is like a two episode. Yeah, yeah, so this is like a multiple episode uh, series done as a three hour movie. That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And the thing is, I, I I watched it in the theater and like like Albert said, there's an intermission. It was like I think like just under ten minutes of intermission. You went out pissed, and the movie just starts back up. But the thing is, like I said, it's a total. I think I spent like three and a half hours there and so with the intermission. And it's just, the time just flew by. You know what I mean? I never once did I look at my watch. Never once did I not. Did I was not interested in what's going on in the screen. Every second, every minute of this movie, there's a lot of energy and propulsion. The movie, the movie just keeps going forward. Yes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Even though there's like flashbacks, and stuff, it keeps going forward with a lot of energy and spirit and heart. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's just bursting with energy. It's yeah. I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah, Big thumbs up. It's a three-hour movie where after the three hours, you're like. I could watch that again right now. Is that yeah. kind of a movie? It's it's just I love this movie. I swear I love this movie. Yeah, and especially you have to watch it in the theater. Like the, 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 the the speaker, the the yes, you have to. But the speaker, the the music is very just. Uh, it's great. The music, the soundtrack, the score, it's just fantastic. It's As just somebody who watches on Netflix, I understand that it's not the, mm-hmm. the complete proper way to watch this. However, it serves a purpose, and I think the Netflix version. Is doable if you can't watch it any other way. Yeah, but if you can't watch it, if you can, sure. But if you can't, Netflix is perfectly fine. It will yeah. serve the purpose of watching. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm judging you if you don't watch it in the theater. But <laughs> well, I'm not watching theaters right at this point. But. I'm a I'm a true cinnamon cinephile, cinephile, nerd, film nerd, and stuff like that. Okay, okay. all right, all right, let's move on. I mean, watch RRR, amazing movie. Uh, Ruthie, what's your recommendation? Um, so I'm trying to find the name of this, uh, these series of documentaries. Um, they covered, um, Pharma Bro, they covered, um, Nygaard, which, um, I, I don't know if you guys, if our listeners remember from like maybe two, three years ago before the pandemic, um, I used to work in the Nygaard building, not for Nygaard, but my company, the company that I worked for, we rented space in the Nygaard yeah. building in mm-hmm. Times Square. And one of the days that I went in, there was um, FBI (laughs) investigating and we were completely locked out. We couldn't go into the building. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to find, and I might have to um, send you the link for later to to put in in the show notes. Um, But there's a documentary about Nygaard on Hulu that um, uh, they cover um, his, his, his dealings and like how he built his empire and like how he trafficked women. Um, and then it even shows footage of his apartment in time, in the building in Times Square, which I actually have personal videos of because we've been led in to see the rest of the building, um, including his apartments, which is really freaky. Um, and like the day that the FBI came and um, basically like wouldn't allow us to go in to work that day. Um, so instead me and my coworkers went to Chinatown for hot pot. Um, and made a day out of it. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend um, watching that series of shows. It's uh, Farmer Bro, uh, Nygaard, um, and there's a few other um, documentaries on all these um, other moguls that um, have been convicted. Uh, and um, yeah, it's on Hulu. I'm so sorry, I can't remember the name of the show itself, but it's a series. Uh, it's like it's like one show per person, so it's it's like an hour and a half long, 
um, for each document. It's just really interesting. Um, so yeah, that's my recommendation. I'm so sorry, listeners, that I don't have the name for it. I'm trying to look for it, but I can't find it. Is that is that the the biggest little farm? Is that what it is? No. Trending mm-hmm. documentaries on the food. No, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to Google your answer. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to look for it too. So it's a series. It's a it's a documentary series that covers those topics. It's a documentary series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And we watched it over the weekend, but it's like one of those things that just pop up and you just click on it and you just start watching and then you just don't remember what it's called. But Farmer Bro, Farmer Bro is one of them. Farmer Bro is one of them. Okay, so if I, if I Google it, let's see what, what pops up here. And then I just, it just says Farmer Bro. So it's, oh, it's, it's, just, it's, it's different series or? I think so. So it's not one series. They actually, to, you're actually talking about multiple different series. Yeah, it's like under the same show, but like it covers different, um, like, what do we call those people? Documentarians? <laughs> these different people. Oh, Yeah, um, these different people. I don't know. How yeah, I'm trying to look for the one about night guards. I think I, I really I think because the Farmer Bro thing is like a documentary. It's like a it's a documentary movie. You sort of finding out here. Oh. Huh. Okay. Well, look it up, Ruti. Uh, listeners, apologies, mm-hmm, but yeah. Ruti will send me the so link, sorry. and then I'll put it on the show notes so you can you know exactly what she's talking about. But but yeah, because there's a, there's a Farmer Bro uh, movie documentary. Uh, on Hulu right now, and I'm not sure if that's the same exact one that you're, that you're referring to. I'm not sure. No, I don't think. I don't know. Actually, is there a way to look at um, history of watched? Yeah, there is. It should be in your history tab. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it on Hulu. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's see. Okie dokie. Oh. Yeah, we can. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna have to link it to you later. Okay. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> that was a terrible recommendation. As always, I'm always unprepared for this. <laughs> Three hours later. Real quick edit here. This is Albert. Um, the show that Ruthie is referring to is actually called Rich and Shameless. It can be found on HBO Max. Uh, not on Hulu. It's on HBO Max. Apparently, it's also available on. DirecTV and TNT and all that stuff. But yeah, it's called Rich and Shameless. That's Ruthie's recommendation. Um, mm-hmm. As for me, I, I do... I do. So I want to remind you all to listen to the previous episode. We did, I released the Tadeo Comic Con 2022 episode. So listen to that. And as part of the reason why we're only going to have this one, this extra episode, uh, not extra, this episode. So there's only two episodes this week, like normal. However, yesterday was the San Diego one. So no What's Up episode this week, guys. So apologies about that. Just going to have this nice, long 40-something minute episode with our recommendation and uh, Eric Kripke thing. However, moving on to my recommendation. My recommendation, and I did something I recommended a while back already, uh, Pop Culture Detective, which is a YouTube channel. They did uh, uh, another video essay on on everything, everywhere, all at once, and it's titled "Everyone Everywhere Needs Waymond Wang," and it's such a beautifully told video essay on my favorite movie of the year, and it's a must watch. However, you have to watch everything, everywhere, all at once because it is spoilers. So watch everything, everywhere, all at once, and then watch everyone, so everywhere needs Waymond Wang 
on from the pop culture detective YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And my God, it's 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 so good. It's so good. And and Ruthie, you should watch you should watch this YouTube uh, thing. It's about it's about twenty five minutes uh, long, I think. This video uh, video essay on on Raymond Wang, and it's such it's so beautifully told. I mean, and I, my the the same emotions I got when I was watching everything everywhere all at once. Just flowed right back watching this video essay, and, and it's it's fantastic. You need to you need to watch this as well. It's I I would say it's uh, it's recommended viewing for people who love everything everywhere all at once. And by the way, they were they were what surprised people is that they were cosplayers at Comic Con for everything everywhere all at once, and it was amazing to see them cosplaying as those characters. Loved it, loved it so much. All right, so yeah, so this is it, folks. Uh, no episode tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, this is this is um, pretty much it. Just the Comic Con episode in this episode. Uh, lots of content. I mean, that's like that's like over two hours, not over two hours, almost two hours of uh, self injection content just this one week. So that's a lot of feel. All right, this was episode five hundred eighty three of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Network. <laughs>